A pleasant good morning to all. Welcome to the program, Jesus is the Answer. This program is presented by Mount Calvary Baptist Church. We are located in Seagrave, 8 Mile Rock on the beautiful island of Grand Bahama in the Commonwealth of the Bahamas. Our pastor is Reverend Paul Godfrey Mullins. I am Jacqueline Argyle. Our technical producer is Brother Sean Argyle. It is our pleasure to present this program in the name of Jesus and in the power of the Holy Spirit according to the Word of God found in Philippians 4 verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice. You may contact us at telephone number 242-348-2091 or 242-348-2048. Our prayer hotline is 242-352-8989. Our email address is mcbc at battelnet.bs or you may write to us at Post Office Box F42606, Freeport, Bahamas. Here are the announcements for today. You're welcome to worship with us at Mount Calvary Baptist Church for our indoor service or live streaming service at 11 o'clock for just one hour. On Wednesday night, we have our live streaming Bible study at 7.30 p.m. On Saturday morning, we have our early morning prayer meeting at 6.30 a.m. We continue to pray for those who are sick and shut in. We call by name Sister Margaret Williams, Sister Alice Robinson, Brother Thomas Stubbs, Sister Annie Roll, Brother Grosvenor Williams, Sister Rose Williams, Sister Vera Hall, and patients in hospitals around the world, but especially those in the Rand Memorial Hospital. We say condolences to the families of our very own Deaconess Sarah Walken, Jean Sherenfant, Pastor Willamay Ferguson, both the Thompson and the Hall families, and all those enduring the pain of bereavement. May you be reminded that earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. We will now pause for a song. I have the sermon by Reverend Ozita Henfield. Please stay tuned and be blessed. Good morning. Thank you Pastor Paul for giving me this opportunity to speak to this radio audience. Good morning my brothers and sisters. 
I am delighted to have the opportunity to speak to you for a short while on the topic, The Faith That Conquers Fear. I'll be reading two verses from Psalms 27, verses 1 and 2. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. One of the great problems of every person is that of fear. Fear can be defined with a long list of synonyms such as alarm, care, despondency, dismay, dread, fright, gloom, horror, panic, or terror. As children, many of us were awakened from sleep by the terror of a nightmare. And there are some of us today who look upon life as a continuous nightmare because fear has captured their souls. A study of the Bible will reveal that fear has been a companion of man from the beginning of time. In Psalms 27, David reminded us that God offers hope for today and hope for the future. We need to have unwavering confidence in God. Fear is a dark shadow that envelops us and ultimately imprisons us within ourselves. Each of us has been a prisoner of fear at one time or another. Fear of rejection, misunderstanding, uncertainty, sickness, or even death. But we can conquer fear by using the light of Jesus who brings salvation. If we want to dispel the darkness of fear, let us along with the psalmist say, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Many of us may have had sad experiences of being forsaken, broken homes, differences of belief, addiction of alcohol or drugs. Even psychological isolation can leave family members crippled by this loss. David knew from experience what it meant to wait on the Lord. He was anointed king at age 16, but did not resume that position until 30. During the interim, he was chased by jealous King Saul, but he had to wait on the Lord for the fulfillment of his promise to reign. After he became king, he was chased by his rebellion son, Absalom. Waiting for God is not easy. Sometimes we feel like God is not working fast enough or doesn't understand the urgency of our situation. That kind of thinking implies that God is not in control or is not there. My brothers and sisters, God is worth waiting for. He always comes through on time. Our Heavenly Father wants to deliver his children from fear. Nearly a hundred passages in the Bible exhort us to fear not. The book of Psalms especially encourages us to put our faith in God that we might overcome our fears. We find, for example, in Psalms 23 and 4, it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. In Psalms 118 and 6, it says, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do unto me. The words, praise God, of our text this morning is, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? That provides us with an explanation of the conquering faith of David. The entire Psalms is a hymn of praise to the goodness and greatness of God. It contains a revelation of God that each of us needs 
greatly for the living of these days. Fear is the current problem for many of us. We fear disappointment by others. We fear failure because of suspected inadequacies of a personal nature. We fear the possibility of being eliminated by the great giant system of life that treats people as numbers rather than persons. We fear the possibility of a dreaded disease or an ultimate untimely death. We fear financial insecurity. Some of us fear the approach of death and the prospect of meeting our Creator. Our God wants to deliver us from the bondage and agony of fear. God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Fear is a thief of happiness. No one can enjoy the happiness that God wants him to have if he feels the agony of fear at the same time. Fear robs us of the possibility of worthy achievements in life. Fear of failure causes us to hesitate to set achievement goals that are within the reach of our abilities. Fear produces failure. He who takes counsel of his fears will all day stagger back from that which appears to be impossible or difficult. He who never attempts that which is exceedingly difficult is defeated by lack of faith. The faith that throws off fear. The faith that throws off fear is the faith that trusts God in the here and now. The Lord is my light and my salvation, David said. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Many of us have thought of God as being on the scene in the ancient past. Others think of him as appearing on the scene at some time in the future. Those who experience victory are those who trust him as being present in the here and the now. He is the God of today as well as the God of yesterday and the God of tomorrow. He is more concerned about our today than he is about our yesterday. He is more concerned about our today than he is about our tomorrow because our tomorrow is largely wrapped up in the decisions of today. The faith that throws up fair is the faith that trusts God because of yesterday. Psalms 27 and 2 says, When the wicked even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Because God had been so very faithful in the past, the psalmist was encouraged to believe that God would continue to be gracious. He was able to trust God in the present because of his personal experience with God in the past. It would be good for us to open our eyes and see the activity of God on our behalf in the past. The activity is recorded in the Bible and on the pages of Christian history. It can be discovered on the pages of our own personal experience if we have eyes to see. The faith that throws off fear is the faith that trusts God for tomorrow. Psalms 27 and 3 says, Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war may rise against me, in this will I be confident. The psalmist faced the uncertain future with a calm confidence in the abiding presence of the good God who has blessed him from childhood to full maturity in times of great danger and difficulty. David had a faith that conquered fear because of at least two things. First, he responded to God's movement toward him. As he became aware of God's will, he sought to do God's will. Second, he deliberately sought the presence and the guidance of God throughout all the days of his life. He wrote, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord 
and to inquire in his temple. Psalms 27 and 4. You and I can have the faith that conquers fear. It will respond to God's movement toward us, and it will deliberately seek his guidance for our lives. We need to be determined to place our faith in God alone. We trust men and we trust women, and we leave God on the outside. We can see that Jonah ignored God when he was sermoned to go to Nineveh to preach to the children. He ran away, but it doesn't matter where we might be, God can find us. So I say to you today, in spite of what's going on, I know there are many fears going around, but don't let fear cripple us, praise God. In this pandemic season, many of us are fearful whether we will catch the virus or not. We are afraid if our family members might catch the virus and they are bringing us close to home. Let us realize that God is in control and we can find freedom in Jesus. Let us pray. Our Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, Lord, we give your thanks, Father. We thank you for your word which lives and abides forever. Help us, Lord God, to receive your word, God, that we will not sin against thee. And those who do not know you, God, I pray that your word will find root in their hearts today and that they will come to know you, come to know it's life eternal. In Jesus' name I pray, and for the glory of God, amen. Amen. Jesus, amen.